Welcome to Alphabet Soup, a podcast where we're going to work our way through a wide variety of biblical topics using the alphabet. Our goal, of course, is to understand the Bible better, but we also want to find ways in which Scripture applies to our daily lives. So with that intro, let's get to it. Okay, here we are. I got carried away, and we're at what I promise will be a very short segment, part three of... Uh, Y is for Jerusalem. We're going to pan all the way out and try to get from Solomon all the way to yesterday here. Um, Solomon's temple, built in 960 plus or minus, okay, on Mount Moriah, on Temple Mount. Jerusalem went downhill from there. And God brought the Babylonians against the city and laid siege to the city, and it was horrible. And eventually he destroyed the city in 586 B.C., Uh, Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the city of Jerusalem as it existed. Seventy years later, the Jews were allowed to return under the Medo-Persian Empire. A few of them came back, not very many, but some of them came back and they rebuilt Jerusalem so that we have what we call the Second Temple. When the New Testament opens, it is not the same Jerusalem that David and Solomon and other kings were in. It was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. It has been rebuilt. It is a shadow of its former self. And the new temple that was rebuilt to replace the one that Nebuchadnezzar destroyed is a shadow of its former self. In fact, it says that when they dedicated this second temple, um, the people that were old enough to have seen the first one 70 years earlier wept. The people that were too young to have seen the other one rejoiced because now they have a temple. This begins what's called the era of the second temple in Israel history. Okay, that's what they call it, the era of the second temple. The Romans eventually take over, huh? And, And that leads us to the crucifixion of Christ under Roman rule and everything else. And after the resurrection and ascension of Christ, the Jews are giving the Roman Empire nothing but grief. And so in um, 70 AD, AD 70 is the correct way to say it, the Roman emperor Titus came and destroyed Jerusalem again. He thought, these people are giving me nothing but grief. I'm tired of putting up with them. And he destroyed Jerusalem again. The city is again rebuilt from the rubble, but... And now we go through a series of uh, what? Of Jerusalems that are controlled by powers other than Israel. There is a Muslim period where where uh, Muslims control the city. There is the Crusader period, nominally Christian control, the Ottoman Turks control. We move through the centuries and the city of Jerusalem is controlled by various international powers. Uh, this, this drives Israel crazy. Jews around the world are just tormented by this. In 1947, After World War II, the city is divided by the United Nations. The United Nations says, we want the Jews to have their own homeland. It's crazy that they don't. They're they're, uh, dispersed, the diaspora. They're dispersed all over the world. Let's give them a land. And they... The logical place to give it to them is where the Old Testament Israel was located, except that hasn't been empty all these years. There are the descendants of the Canaanites living there. They're called the Palestinians, and they live there. But the UN says, well, never mind that. We're going to carve out a land for Israel. That did not go over real well with the Arab nations 
uh, surrounding that land or the Palestinians who are living in the land, but the UN said, that's what we're going to do. What are they going to do with Jerusalem? And what they do is they sort of divide it up in half. And they say, okay, the Jews get the western half and the Palestinians get the eastern half, but the Jordanians, because Jordan, the nation of Jordan, is to the east, the Jordanians are going to control East Jerusalem and the Israelis will control West Jerusalem and everybody will be happy, except everybody wasn't happy. And that happened in 1947. In 1948, the Jordanians, who are Arabs, who are Muslims, um, drive the Jews out of Western Jerusalem, and they take control of the whole city. And that, that, was, that was fine for about 20 years. And then they decided, Jordan and Egypt and Syria, and they all decided, we're done with this. We're going to attack Israel, and we're going to drive them out. We're going to nullify what the UN said in 1947, and we're just going to take back over this whole thing so it will be pre-1947. And they attacked Israel, except things didn't go exactly as planned. The war only lasted six days, and in six days, the Jews won. Um, It was a David and Goliath story, if ever there was one. At the end of the Six-Day War, All of those nations, Egypt and Jordan and Syria and Lebanon, they waved the white flag and said, okay, that was a bad idea. We're whooped and we surrender. And Israel drove Jordan out of Jerusalem and they took over and they, okay, there isn't time here. We haven't got time. I can't go into part four. But what they did was they claimed Jerusalem as their, Israel claimed Jerusalem as their capital city. Um, this violated the UN Charter from 1947. We're talking 1967 now. This violated the UN Charter from 1947, and so the international community, the United Nations, did not recognize this, but Israel said, we don't care. It's our city. We're taking it. And what happened, sort of de facto, sort of, um, it just sort of happened that the city got divided up into Three quarters, and I know that that's an oxymoron, but that's what it is. There was a Muslim quarter on the east side. There is a Christian quarter on the south, and all the rest is the Jewish quarter. And they said, this is our capital. Um, all, of the, all of the other nations uh, of the world had their embassies in Tel Aviv because they can't recognize this. This was done unilaterally by Israel. It violates the UN Charter from 1947. So they said, we're not going to put our embassies. You call it your capital, and normally embassies go in the capital, but we're not going to do that, so we're going to have our embassies everywhere else. In 1995, the U.S. said, well, we're going to recognize Israel, one of our key allies. We're going to recognize Jerusalem as their legitimate capital, and we're moving our embassy to Jerusalem. And the rest of the world went, oh, no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. And the U.S. said, yes, we can. So now the U.S. embassy is in what Israel recognizes as their capital. All of the other embassies are still in Tel Aviv. Um, the PLO says East Jerusalem is our capital and, and it is occupied territory, and we're going to fight, and we're going to take it back. And from time to time, there have been intifadas, there have been these 
these Muslim holy wars where they have tried to take back East Jerusalem, and it hasn't worked. Um, okay, now, again, it, it would be worthwhile for you to, I can't expect you to keep going to Google like I tell you to, but Temple Mount is now a hot mess. It is the Dome of the Rock, which is a holy, it is the third holiest site in Islam. Directly south of that, you, you can throw a rock from the Dome of the Rock to um, the Al-Aqsa Mosque. You know a mosque is like a church for Islam, right? And so they built a mosque there hundreds of years ago. It's the Al-Aqsa Mosque. It's right next door to Temple Mount. There's nothing but paving stones in between the two of them. You can walk in two minutes from one to the other. And that is a holy site. And, um, and bordering this is the uh, is the Wailing Wall, the Western Wall. This is the wall that uh, the Jews believe marks the edge of Solomon's old temple. And so what we've got here is a holy site for Israel and a holy site for Islam, and fights break out here all the time. And who stops the fights? The Israelis send their army in, and they brutally throw down whatever revolt is taking place. And sometimes on a Friday night, a bunch of Arabs, a bunch of Muslims will get all upset and they'll start throwing rocks and they'll raise a ruckus and Israel will send in the army and they'll put it down. And, oh goodness, in between these uprisings that may last for a day or a week or a month, it is, uh, it is a holy site for Islam and it is a holy site for Judaism. But right now, today, the Palestinian Liberation Organization considers East Jerusalem to be their capital, and the Jews consider all of Jerusalem to be their capital. And the Christians are in there because for them, um, the Church of the Holy Sepulcher is where Christ was buried. It probably isn't, but that's so what? Yeah, again, the whole place is just a mess. Oh, my there's more. There's more, and we're just going to have to wait a year to come back to Jerusalem again, because in the book of Revelation, the new Jerusalem, God destroys the earth and all that is within it. I mean, he, he basically levels the place, and from heaven descends the new Jerusalem, descending as a bride prepared for her groom. And, and the new Jerusalem, read about it in Revelation 22. The new Jerusalem settles. And what is the new Jerusalem? We don't have time. we got to stop. This is crazy. This has been a short addendum to what we did before. We're only, what, 12, 13 minutes in. But you go and read about Mount Moriah and go to Google Earth and look at, the new, and look at Jerusalem that is today and read the news and read about the hostilities going on right this very minute. Um, between Israel and Hamas in the West Bank, uh, um, uh, between uh, Israel and Hamas on the Gaza Strip, and, uh, and Israel and the Hezbollah on the West Bank, and it's a hot mess, like I said, and, and it's terrible. But Jerusalem, in many ways, continues to be a geopolitical center of the world. And the new Jerusalem will one day be the center of the new heavens and the new earth. And Lord willing, we'll have opportunity to talk about that a year from now because we're going to come back to, J, to why is for Jerusalem. Thanks for your patience, folks. If you knew how, 
how frustrated I am, but it is what it is. God bless. Thank you.